and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and the political climate of the times. Based on listener feedback, we do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when we're discussing anything that's been out for at least a year, which uh, House definitely has been, right guys? Yeah, a little Absolutely. bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little dated. <laughs> Just well, a little. Yeah, bit. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the other thing we may do from time to time, and if you've listened for any length of time, you know we will, is use a few four-letter words. Yeah, because it's usually in the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that late, huh? Uh, uh, we've been using a lot of them here Uh, just FYI a little behind the scenes guys we've been um, you know time of year we're all having trouble getting our schedules together and uh, these audio issues we're trying to get them just perfect so we were using a few letter four letter words over the last hour or so but we think we've got everything just right so hopefully this will sound good for all you guys who listen to us, but as you know, this is a horror podcast, and since horror movies tend to be R-rated, you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. <laughs> Other than the regular Christmas uh, or pre-Christmas rush, how's it going, guys? It is going pretty good. Going pretty Feliz Navidad over here. <laughs> so... um What's the weather like in Alaska, Brian? Oh, it, it actually warmed up today. It is a, uh, I believe it is a uh, one de- one degrees outside. <laughs> so pretty much always the answer to that is cold as shit. <laughs> Absolutely, it was definitely cold as shit last night. It got it got close to ten below. Oh wow! Can't even go outside in that. Good night. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I have to work outside in that, so. Oh, suck. 
Yeah, it is a bitch. Man, no wonder The Thing is one of your favorite uh, horror movies. You can you can relate, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> sometimes uh, my my mustache and beard ends up looking like uh, Kurt Russell's. <laughs> it's all frozen and stuff. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I'd like that to happen just once. <laughs> like, right? I'll go visit. I don't want to live there. <laughs> yeah, good good place to visit. Well, I, I'm curious, what's it like in the in the summer up there? Uh, temperature is usually around like 75. Oh, oh see, that's, that's perfect. Meanwhile, we're sweltering down here with like 100% humidity and like 98 degrees and like sweating our asses off. Well, we're flipping out now because it's like 30, 40 degrees. It was like right? 71 on Monday. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It sure was. <laughs> and it probably will be again by the end of the week. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think I think I've already seen where it's supposed to be. Concrete, <laughs> Texas. What are you gonna do? Right. Well, well, I guess one thing we can do is uh, is check out something that's cool this week, right? Alaska is pretty cool. Uh oh, then Brian, you get to start. As we were re- reviewing House, uh, I had to check out the sequels. There's sequels to House. <laughs> there, there are three of them. Well, why not? And uh, I will say I had a a better viewing experience than the the Exorcist sequels. Uh, oh wow! Well, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, I've actually, yeah, I've actually seen House two a bunch of times as a kid. It's actually a pretty fun movie. It's it, you know it's it it's a pretty good sequel to the first one, and it's are they uh, kind of comedy based? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, uh, the second one also has a, a Cheers alum show up, uh, John Ratzenberger. Oh, I was going to ask you if there were any more <laughs> Cheers characters just as a joke. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, he shows up in a movie. He, he plays an electrician, but he hey. gets involved in, in some of the <laughs> some of the action. There, there you go, Philip. You can relate. There you go. And uh, uh, let's see... Um, and then I checked out the third sequel, uh, which is not an official sequel. And I was watching the movie, and there was just something familiar about this movie. Have you guys ever seen Wes Craven's Shocker? Yes. I don't think I've seen it. This yeah. movie is almost, could be a direct sequel to the movie. And then I looked it up. Uh, both movies came out months apart in the same year. Really? But But are almost... Almost identical. That's pretty huh. weird. Yeah. So how how but are you that, gonna, how are you going to incorporate House with a guy who gets put in the electric chair and comes back? Yeah, which is weird because I guess originally it wasn't called because it's, it's supposed to be called House Three, uh, the horror show. But right. originally it was just called the horror show, and it's not even has nothing to do with the previous two. What? Yeah, it's it's weird. It is it, I, it has no relation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, I checked out the I checked out House Four, which is I guess technically the third sequel, which is the worst fucking movie, one of the worst movies I've seen. Oh no! <laughs> it, so, it, yeah, I, so and it, it has it has movies. a. 
Yeah, I I don't know why. I I, I, <laughs> I don't either. Well, that sequel sucked. Better watch the next yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Well, the well the third one because it, it reminded me of Wes Craven's Shocker. It it wasn't completely bad, but when you get to the fourth one, I I have no right. idea what is going on. It has nothing to do with anything. The first two movies, the first two movies are. are good back-to-back, but the the last two, they just completely go off the rails. And <laughs> That's your not-so-cool week. <laughs> which they, Yeah, which the fourth one has the main guy from the first one. Yeah, William Cat. Yeah, but in the fourth one, he is married to a different woman and has a daughter. Okay. And they make no... And the same character, but right. make no reference to the first one. Oh really? my god. Are you are you yeah, saying it, he's not in two or three? No. <laughs> That's okay. super weird. That's bizarre, man. Yeah, but um same character that would be my life. Yeah. Alternate dimensions. I, I double, yeah, I double check characters it's got the same same name. Right. Uh Roger what was it, Roger Cobb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that but that would be my cool and, and I guess not so cool week. All rolled into one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Philip, do you do any better? Man, I don't know if I have a cool of the week. Uh, I started watching Gremlins last night. That was kind of awesome. We had a, oh, a little nice. family family movie night, and then right. I started looking up uh, like top ten uh, Christmas movies, uh-huh. and Gremlins was on almost all the lists. I'm like, I guess it does happen during Christmas, and I haven't seen it in forever. Mm-hmm. So I started watching it, and I mean, the kids are in the room, and they're, you know, six and three. So uh, I didn't know if uh, it was going to be a little too intense for them. But about the time they started turning into gremlins, Logan was like, Dad, I don't want to watch this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right. So we put on The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is cool, too. So I had had a half of gremlins. That's my cool of the week. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, Gremlin, Gremlins and Christmas go together big time, kind of like uh, Die Hard, and I don't know. Can you yeah. guys think of? Can you guys think of some other good, uh, you know, Christmas movies that maybe aren't Christmas movies? Or the question is, are they or aren't they? Oh, I don't know. That I'm, was two of them that were always on the list were Die Hard and Gremlins. Right? Yeah, the, the, I guess those were my go-to too for not your yeah. traditional Christmas movies. Yeah. I, I ask you because uh, 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 Jack Falvey brought that up with me. He was, um, we were messaging and, and he was uh, asking if we were going to do a Christmas show. And I said, we really hadn't planned on one specifically, but, um, you know, we'll probably do some Christmas related stuff. And he said, oh, you know, why don't we do something? And he said he would want to possibly come on and talk about, like, is it or isn't it a Christmas movie? So, you know, between all this other shit we got going on, maybe we can. You know, squeeze an extra show in or something like that. I don't. I don't know I what sure we have planned that for that week. Somewhere. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, but Our yeah, those are kind of fluid. <laughs> yeah, kind of ha- has to be this time of the year. Yeah. Speaking of Jack, uh, he he actually turned me on to a show that I started watching that is my cool of the week. And I'm um, curious if either of you guys have seen this because I I usually am not a big animated show guy. You know, I watched The Simpsons the first couple of years it was on, but... Uh, uh, I know where you're going you, with this. You know what I'm getting at? <laughs> yep. 
What do you What do you think, man? Uh, I believe uh, is it uh, Rick and Morty? It it is Rick and Morty. Oh, I got you. It is Rick and Morty. Yeah, this is uh, it, it's it's different from anything I've seen before. The basic plot is you've got a uh, a, a grant. This kid's grandfather is a scientist, and he's also like a raging alcoholic. And everywhere he goes, he carries a little bottle around with him, and he he dra- he drags the grandson around on all these weird interdimensional adventures. Uh, they they had one called Anatomy Park, where they actually uh, he and some other scientists built a theme park inside of a person's body, who offered to uh, to allow them to do that, and then he would shrink. He had a machine to shrink people down so they could go in, and you know they had rides in there like Liver Falls, you know, and. You know the uh, the heart carousel and stuff like that. <laughs> so obviously it was kind of like playing off Jurassic Park a little bit because the uh, yeah. not not to spoil too much people who haven't seen it, but they have uh, the the guy is uh, apparently not the healthiest person. He's got all these diseases running through him that escape and start chasing people down like uh, oh. hepatitis C and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> And there was AIDS another, is after me. Uh, I, well, <laughs> that's not to spoil it, but uh, <laughs> um, there's there's another cool episode, Lawnmower Dog. Do you guys remember that old, really shitty Stephen King adaptation? That movie called Lawnmower Man. Yes. I love that movie. Oh, okay, it had nothing to do with the book. That's what I think I disliked about well, it. Well, it was. It's also been twenty years since I've seen it. <laughs> well, this one is kind of the same concept, but with their family dog, and they um, mm. he the dad gets tired of the uh, family dog pissing on the carpet and stuff like that. So the uh, the the scientist, the grandfather, kind of hands him a. A device that says, "Here, just use this," and the dog starts being able to listen to and understand speech. And he goes on his adventure. Uh, Rick and Morty go on their little adventure and kind of leave the dad and the family at home with the dog. And the ne- next thing you know, the dog's um, starting to build these machines to make other dogs smart, and they're kind of starting to take over a little bit. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's a pretty good show. I'm I'm thinking of like five episodes in. I'm trying not to watch them too quickly. You know, and they're only yeah. you know like twenty two minutes each because it's a half hour uh, show on Adult Swim. Um, so I'm trying to kind of take my time, but it's that definitely my cool of the week. It, it's a fun show. Have, have you guys seen it? No, I've, like I've been an episode. I've been, yeah, I've been meaning to get into it. I've been I heard a lot of people recommend it. Yeah, yeah. it looks pretty funny. I was surprised. I usually don't like animated shows, but this one was really good. I was narrating my dog's voice earlier today. <laughs> hey, George, what you doing? God damn it, Mac. My name's not George. <laughs> hey, man, he's a dog. What do you expect, right? <laughs> he's a big dummy. Well, as with every show, it's time to take a little trip to the trailer park. Our first. This one we were going to talk about is a new Netflix movie, Spectral, starring Emily Mortimer, Clayne Crawford, Max Martini, Bruce Greenwood, and others. Directed by Nick Matthew, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. This uh, actually uh, was released uh, yesterday on really? Netflix. Yeah. And you said Clayne Crawford oh, yeah. is in it? Clayne Crawford... Okay. Who is on 
one of the worst uh, movie right. to TV show. <laughs> Uh, Lethal Weapon. Yes, he's the Mel Gibson character, and he's he's the one that I was telling you is on that show Rectify. Yes, he plays. So we're the, not liking we're not liking the the Lethal Weapon thing. You know what? I I've seen probably the first two episodes. If it was something other than Lethal Weapon, it would just be a generic okay buddy cop show. Okay, but since it's trying to be Lethal Weapon, and I. You know we're you know we're getting off subject, but I don't I don't buy this guy as crazy Mel Gibson. Okay. And I definitely don't buy Damon Wayans as a uh, uh, Danny Glover. <laughs> what did you think about the preview? Huh? huh? What did you think about the preview? The spectral. Um, it looks pretty cool. You know, it's it it kind of reminds me of uh, what was that Tom Cruise movie that came out a year or two ago? You talking about uh, Live Die Repeat? Yeah, it, instead of aliens, it, it looks like it has like ghosts and what? paranormal stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm adding it. You guys talk because I'm adding it to my Netflix queue right now. But I have not seen any of the trailers this week, so <laughs> this okay. is going to be kind of like the one of our movie reviews tonight. This is going to be all you guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically, just just to sum it up, it looks like soldiers going against like some kind of paranormal entity, ghost type deal going on yeah they take it very seriously it looks like yeah and it looks it looks well shot too i think so like if it was a series i don't know if i could hang with it but to to be a netflix movie and uh one of the actors yeah one of the one of the actors uh i believe is uh max martini i've seen him in a few things he he was in uh pacific rim Okay, he was. Uh, you guys see Pacific Rim? Oh yeah, Love yeah. He was. He was the one in the Jaeger. Uh, it was the uh, the father son team. He played the father. Oh okay, no shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks like it has some good action in it, and like I said, it it looks well made. It doesn't look like it was made cheaply. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I was I was a little worried that it was a series when it when it started out. Because I was like, God damn it! Now I'm gonna have to invest a whole, you know, week or two into this thing to watch the whole series. <laughs> but no, it's it's just yeah. a movie, and and I think that being just a couple of hours, man, I'm I'm totally invested in this, and I'll absolutely watch it. Yeah, uh, you think we'll all, we'll all see you by uh, next show? I just put it in my yeah. queue right now. I'm I'm planning Hell, on I'll watching watch it, it by then. I got a okay. I've got a pretty uh, dense Netflix queue right now, though. Um, to get a little off subject, if you guys don't mind, if do, do you guys remember the trailer that we watched um, a couple of months ago? What if James? I do mind, Lance? <laughs> fuck. Well, fuck it. Just move on, then. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you guys remember the Good Neighbor trailer, right, with James Caan? Yes. That's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, oh. A, there, there's a lot of good shit on Netflix right now. Uh, that new that new kickboxer uh, remake is on there. I saw too. that. I've been meaning to check that out too. Like Van Dam? Yeah, where Van Dam's the teacher. Oh, and it's, it's got a uh, yeah, it's got Batista as the as uh, playing the villain. What? Okay, yeah. I have to watch that. Just on the principle of the thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. It was a lot a lot of big trailers dropped this week. 
Uh, our next one we're going to talk about is uh, Transformers: The Last Night. Oh, Star- that's what I wanted to talk about. Starring, An- <laughs> starring Anthony Hopkins, starring what? Anthony Hopkins, Mark Wahlberg, Uh-oh. Laura Haddock. <laughs> Hell at the moon over here. Anyways, uh, where was I? It's got it's got a bunch of people in it. Uh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins to- does the uh, narrating in the preview, right? Yeah, I I did not I didn't even know he was in this movie. You know, I didn't either, I heard, but I, it sounded like his voice. Yeah, uh, he, I seen he pops up in the trailer. So yeah, uh, yeah. But then again, you know, after the last few Transformers movie, I probably really wasn't paying attention to any news about this movie. I will kind of say I I do like the tone change. It looks a little yeah. bit more darker, a little bit more serious. It looks like it's going to be good. I mean, it's Michael Bay, it's Transformers, it's got Mark Wahlberg, there's explosions. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. It's just not, it, it's it's not on my radar as, oh my God, did you see this preview, you know? Yeah, and, and watching... There's what, a thousand Transformers movies at this point. Yeah, and watching the preview, they, they brought back Josh uh, Dumal from the first one. He was one of the main yeah. soldiers. Well, and, he's been um, a couple of others too, hadn't he? Yeah, he wasn't... Well, it basically kind of seems like he wasn't in the shitty ones. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And um, I like I like the end of the trailer. It looks like we're getting a, a evil Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'll probably end up seeing it in the theater, but, you know, it's not... I'm not going to go opening night. Right. That's, just because that's kind I, of the attitude I had towards it. It's, it's, it's not. I'll, I'll watch it. It's. I'm definitely gonna watch it, but it's not. I'm not super yeah. stoked about it. You know. Yeah, I just, I just hope it, it's not because the last one felt like it was like three, four hours long. I just felt yeah, like I was sitting did. there in the theater super forever. Long. And I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Hey, you, you guys still talking about Transformers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, quick cool. question. Yeah, well, quick our, question, uh, Philip. Hey, our, uh, quick... our, do- our dog that uh, that represents the podcast is back. Okay. <laughs> quick question, Philip. Yeah. Do you do you buy Mark Wahlberg as a scientist in these movies? No, I don't. I I I really like Mark Mark Wahlberg, but I didn't like him in that last Transformers movie, like at all. So hopefully he does better in this one. Yeah, we're we got a uh, let's see, we got a June twenty third release date on this one. Yeah, I like Mark Wahlberg better as a military guy or a cop or a sniper or whatever kind of action role that he's doing. Yeah, definitely does not. I, I totally, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> okay, how about how, big... how do you like him as a lead singer of a of a nineties uh, pop band da- or dance music band? Awesome. He's believable. I like that movie. Yeah. All right. Just checking. <laughs> Moving on to our next big trailer that came out is War for the Planet of the Apes, starring Andy Serkis, Woody Harrelson, which I did not know he was in this movie. I didn't either. Judy Greer, Steve Zahn, Amaya Miller, and others, directed by Matt Reeves. Man, that's a good this- cast. Yeah, this movie looks like it's going to be amazing. I I know, I really, right? I really dug the last one. 
Me too. I, I've I've really enjoyed this latest reboot of the Planet of the Apes stuff with uh, James Franco starting it off. Right. Yeah. And uh, man, it's been just just nothing but awesome so far. And uh, I'm I'm really excited to see this one. I, I love Woody Harrelson, especially in his latest stuff that he's done. He can totally pull this role off. And uh, this is going to be probably one of the best ones, I think. Yeah, it, do do you think this is the last one? Because they he he had a line in the trailer where he said this is this is the final confrontation or something yeah. like that. This is mankind's last stand. Yeah. Do, so um, do you think hmm. do you think they'll have another movie after this one? I don't know. I think they're they're leading us up to believing that this is the last uh, part of it, and it may very well end in uh, a Planet of the Apes type situation. Because yeah. so far, everything has just led up to the Planet of the Apes, and they haven't actually had a Planet of the Apes yet. Yeah. And we got a July 14th release date on this one. It's going to be a pretty big year. 2017. Yeah, it was cool. I was I was stoked about that one. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm and, looking forward to this one. And it's the, uh, it's the same director who uh, did the last one as well. Yeah, he... Uh, he also did uh, "Let Me In" and uh, "Cloverfield." Yeah, that, okay. uh, great, great director, man. Cool. And our last trailer was a trailer that pretty much almost broke the internet when it was released: <laughs> uh, "Spider-Man: <laughs> Homecoming," starring yep. Tom Holland, Robert Downey Jr., Marissa Tomei, Donald Glover, Zendaya, Michael Keaton. <laughs> Logan Marshall Green, John Favreau, and a whole bunch of other fucking people. Because <laughs> who, who, Disney's uh, got that kind of money. Yes. Who is directed? <laughs> who is Donald Glover uh, playing? I didn't even know he was in this one. Um, did, nobody. Uh, I guess they haven't released it yet. I, I the latest thing I read is he might be playing a villain, possibly, or someone that is going to later on become a villain. Okay. But, uh, kind of guy. Yeah. And uh, this movie... Keaton, back yeah. into superhero movies. Yeah, he looked badass in this movie. He did. Yeah. He's going to be good. And I like the... Uh, I like John Favreau, you know, popping up. Yeah. That was a good callback to the Iron Man movies. Right. And uh, I, Tom Holland, I Tom Holland, I think, is is the best Spider-Man we've ever had. Think so? Yes. Well, it's it's hard to tell because he hasn't actually had a standalone movie yet, but I think that he definitely pulls it off. And I like this young high school Spider Man that they've got going. Yes. Yeah. And I like I'm, I'm watching the it right Spider-Man. now while you guys talk. Uh, it's cool. And I like the Spider Man in the world of the Avengers. You know what I mean? Yes. Where uh now he's in the Marvel universe and uh they have that kind of backing. And the the Marvel Universe movies from Disney have not done me wrong so far. So I'll yeah. definitely take a look at this one and it's I have no doubt that it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, they've they're they've all just been home runs with me. And yeah. this trailer was just it was awesome, you know. And uh cool. did you guys get a did you get a chance to watch the international trailer? Okay, so I think that I watched uh, the okay the one that I watched first and the one that I liked better had that MGMT song in the background. 
Okay. Um, I think that was the, Yeah, that was the uh, regular one. Okay, see, I, um, I think I like that one better. And then the other one that I saw had a lot of the same scenes with maybe a few extra ones in it. But it yeah, was, they, you know, real dramatic they, music the whole time. Yeah, they said we're supposed to get a glimpse of a secondary villain in there somewhere, but if if he was in there, it was a quick glimpse. I didn't get to see him. It, it looked like yeah. basically the original trailer, just you know, maybe with a scene or two changed. Yeah, so we've definitely got the vulture, and yeah. I think from what I gather, that's the uh, Michael Keaton character. Yes. Um, I I don't know who else would be in it. And from what yeah, I'm I don't reading, Spider-Man's got a I'm, lot of villains. Yeah, from what I'm reading, it seems like they kind of backed off of uh, this. Uh, uh, what is the girl's name? Zendaya. She was rumored to be uh, Mary Jane, and there was a lot of people that got mad because Mary Jane's white, and <laughs> I guess they 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 needed to cast a white actress. Yeah, yeah. You're, tell- lot of, you're telling lot of- me she's not she's not going to be in it. Oh. Mary Jane or the, yeah, the no, actress? Zendaya. Zendaya is yeah, not going to be in the movie? She's in it, but IMDb has her listed as a different character. Ah, okay. Uh, is she still going to be a love interest, or do you know? Um, they, they, She pops up in the trailer for a second. Right. Which I, I they kind of... Because she's a beautiful girl, and they kind of, yeah. I want to say, dulled her down, her looks, because I almost didn't. Hmm. She has one quick scene. Okay. In the trailer, and I almost didn't. I almost didn't recognize her. Right. I didn't. I didn't yeah. recognize. Of course, I haven't seen that chick since because they they she was in like a Disney thing, right? Yeah. With a redhead chick that could probably that, play Mary Jane. That could play Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. What was that show called? Like uh, Kick It Out or Kick It Up or something like that. Oh and, man, uh, I I think that I, like I I I can kind shake, of applaud them. Shake it up, for, shake it up. For for changing the uh, ethnicity of the of the main character or whatever, but uh, you know at some point you know political correctness has got to. There's there's a limit, man. I mean, you got, yeah, you got they, to try to stay true to the character. And yeah, they should. They kind of a they change that. They change the ethnicity of uh, Flash Thompson, his character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't well, know the actor. A lot of characters. I mean, look yeah. at Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, they wanted to get away from that. Uh, you ever see the Nick Fury movie from the nineties with uh, David Hasselhoff? Oh no! <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know there was one. That. That's funny. Yeah, that it, it's bad. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of glad I don't know that. <laughs> matter of uh, fact, if any if anybody wants to brave that, uh, you can find it on YouTube for free. I, I say we review it for the next show. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, and the director John Watts, uh, I believe uh, Lance, I believe you seen uh, one of his movies, uh, Cop Car. Oh yeah, that's right. And oh, we saw another one day, of his movies right? for our show. Remember. Yeah, uh, this, this disappointing is movie. It did clown. Cop car was awesome though. Oh, clown! Yeah. Cop, cop hey, okay. Look, clown was disappointing, but was uh, was clown as disappointing as that crap we watched last week? <laughs> what crap? What are you talking about? I don't remember yeah. watching a movie last week. Exactly. Oh no, we saw The Exorcist. That's right. Well, that was a good one. That movie was amazing. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, man. Let's, let's, get, yeah. let's get the show on the road. I want to hear you guys talk about Abattoir since I didn't, uh, I didn't okay, get a chance let's, to uh, see it real quick. fucking running all over the place playing Santa Claus or the Elf. Okay, everybody, real quick. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming comes out July 7th, and that yeah. is our last trailer. All right, so that's it for the trailers then this week, huh? Yes. Brought to you by Brian. Take it away, Brian. Okay, um, we're going to uh, report. Remember, uh, I believe last show we talked about Alien Covenant getting a May 19th release date. And it was the, the same date as Annabelle 2. Oh. And uh, we had talked about it probably would have been a good idea that Annabelle would move uh, release dates. <laughs> well, it ended. Yeah, it ended up happening. Uh, Annabelle 2 now is moving from May 19th to August 18th. That's probably smart. And also smart for uh, the Baywatch movie, which was coming out the same day as changed release dates uh, for a week later. So Really? I guess Yeah, I guess nobody's trying to compete, compete with Alien Covenant. Huh, I guess not. I'm not sure what to think about this Baywatch thing, man. It's uh, got did, the rock. Did, and did that you watch it looks pretty damn funny to me. You guys I see haven't the trailer? seen the trailers? Yes, no, I, have. I haven't seen it. But I, there's are there any chicks in this movie? Because that's oh, it, they, <laughs> what they got leads a you to Baywatch, right? Oh, they got a smoking hot one. Uh, what is her? Alexandra Daddario. Oh, God, oh, yeah. she's in this. Yeah, yes. the one who played yep. uh, the Rock's daughter in uh, <laughs> in San Andreas, right? Is, is she the is she his daughter in this one as well? You think she played? I don't in, know. Uh, True Crime. Is that what it's oh, called on HBO? Yes, yeah. And there, and there, you there is that shit. Yeah, there, I got you. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. Hell and, yeah. uh, and there is a reference to her boobs in the trailer. No. Well, better be, because she's got some monsters. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I would say, I would say Bay, Baywatch kind of reminds me of how, the direction they went with uh, 21 Jump Street. Right, but I would say, but I would say, Baywatch has a little bit more action than comedy. Well, and a little more star power. Well, I don't know, but it it is it is R rated, so they're not. Oh, okay. uh, so well, The Rock can do no wrong, and I really like Zac Efron. So eh, yeah, because he pretty much he, in the in the trailer he comes off a little bit kind of like his character from Neighbors. That's cool because I like his character from Neighbors. Cool, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Alien Covenant is uh, got that spot locked down. Nice. All right. I you know what? I really didn't think that that one was that well anticipated though to get two different movies to change their release date. I mean, is it really going to be that big of a deal? Um, I didn't think Baywatch would have moved. Uh, I thought it was very smart for Annabelle too, because as a yeah. horror fan, right? You go to the movie theaters, you got the new Alien movie, and then you got Annabelle too. For me personally, I'm going to go watch that new Alien movie. I'm going to go watch the Aliens. They don't need the same kind of publicity that Annabelle too, and probably Baywatch also. They don't yeah. need the same kind of publicity that either one of those has. So, so yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think it was smart like for both decision. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mutually uh, beneficial decision, huh? 
Yeah. Can we can we go back to Baywatch just for a second? Okay. Because I was looking through the the four main stars, and you guys were talking about Dodario, and nobody nobody can deny her uh, <laughs> her charms. <laughs> but what do you guys think of this other uh, lady that's in the movie? I'm going to pronounce this correctly: Priyanka Chopra. Uh, have uh, seen the show, but she's the main she's star a, in a show. She's an Instagram chick, isn't she? Hey, she's in a show called Quantico. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Correct me on that, man. Oh uh, my, that... my 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 oldest daughter's been trying to get me to watch this show, but I keep asking her, "How is this beautiful woman doing all this FBI stuff?" And I don't know. Is is one of those? Uh, she's a pretty girl, and she never gets messed up at all. Her hair, nothing. It's a TV She's show, doing, man. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I can't buy it. If you're doing a lot of action shit and you're rolling <laughs> around and getting shot at, and you still look like you just came straight from the makeup chair, <laughs> I was, I, 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 I can't buy it. Right. Well, she. Right. I'm, I she am I D nice. I am I D and her right now, and uh, <laughs> she's definitely hot. So I'm down. Or yeah. well, uh, an explosion can go off, and she still looks that way. <laughs> yeah, pretty far fetched, huh? Well, yeah. it works for Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you this: the slow motion running across the beach scenes are going to be really nice with this. Oh, group. they. <laughs> matter of fact, they have a reference to that in the trailer too. <laughs> it, uh, that, there's, I mean, I never really watched the show. I've seen a couple episodes, but there, there are some funny references to the original one. I used to so, love to uh, watch. Yeah. Oh, Pamela Anderson's in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she has a cameo. <laughs> and Charlotte McKinney. Okay, deal. There you go, man. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, the Hoff is in it too, right? Yeah, the Hoff is there. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he was free. Okay, moving on to let's see, director Brad Payton coming off one of the worst movies <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, gave a little bit of uh, news about his uh, movie adaption of the video game Rampage. It says it's going to be uh, more emotional, scarier, and realer than people expect it to be. <laughs> well, you mean he's still attached to it? You mean they didn't they didn't knock him off that project after uh, after uh, Inconsolable or whatever that movie was called? Uh, I don't know. I think they're still going off of what him and The Rock did in San with uh, what is it, San Andreas? Yeah, which a lot of people love. Yeah, so I think that's why he's. I mean, after uh, what was it, Inconscious or whatever it was? (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Let me ask you guys a question. Now, now, hold on. Hear me out. If The Rock had played Aaron Eckhart's part in that movie, what? Would it have been a completely different film, or would it have been just as bad? Yeah, because The Rock would have been kicking some demon ass. <laughs> That's true. Was that the same guy? The director? Yeah. Yeah, that made. Yeah, he's oh, doing no. the, uh, the Rampage video game movie. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I felt like... The Rock is out. the only one listed on cast right now. Yeah, I felt like the hey, direct. He, I felt like he could do he a one man show. I felt yeah. like he came out with this quote because coming off of what Incarnate is getting horrible reviews. Really? So I think he came out with Who this comment that? just to 
to reinsure everybody. <laughs> right. He had to say something, huh? Yeah, but I mean, you don't really have to say. I mean, if anybody's played the video game, they know it's, you know, basically giant Godzilla like monsters, and then right. you got The Rock in the movie. That's, I'm sold. Yeah, what more do you need except uh, yeah. Peyton? Oh man, <laughs> oh I'm I'm nervous, man. I wish they I wish they would fire him and uh, and put a different director on it. A la a la kind of like what happened with Ant Man, where it yeah. changed directors like that. I sure wish somebody would wise up and do that. But man, well, they I'm have nervous. a they have a release date of April twentieth, two thousand eighteen. So there's still time. Oh, we keep our fingers time. crossed. Good, it just seems like good. a weird movie to make. We'll see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next bit of news. We got three movies that are getting remakes, and one of these lamps might it might kind of surprise you. Really? So I'll save that one for last. Okay. Um, New Zealand, uh, the New Zealand movie Housebound. Oh, oh getting, yeah. Is oh, yes. getting an American remake Had from New happen. Line. Okay. That does not surprise me in the least. Um, yeah, but, but I kind of like the 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 way the original movie is done. I'm not I'm not yeah, sure I'm going to the remake. I'm with you. Um, out of these three, um, I've only seen two, and that one was the one that I I felt like did not need a remake. Yeah, I I, I really liked mm-hmm. the the original. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. There, there's there's no way they can improve it. If anything, they'll water it down. Although I will tell you this uh, to go back to the uh, director we were talking about earlier. I, I will say that that let me in. The American version was really, really good. Yes. So you know, I guess it all j- just depends on you know what they what they do with it. You know, I mean, I'll mm. I'll definitely watch it. I'm um, I'm with you guys. I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah. Um, Little Shop of Horrors is getting a remake. Again? All right. Yeah, but this time it's going to be hey, okay. Uh, let's see. Where's my notes? Uh, Greg Berlanti, who is executive producer of DC shows The Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl, will direct the remake. He's actually going to direct it. Yes, and this is uh, this remake's coming. Wow! So it's this one's coming from Warner Brothers. It's it's going to have a CW flair to it, then, huh? Young youngsters in love and all that. It most likely. I could see him going for a younger audience here. Right. And the one uh, I th- that I thought would probably uh, surprise you is uh, "Train to Busan" oh, is already wow. getting a re- is getting an English remake, an American remake. Man, that uh, that didn't that didn't take long. I still haven't had a chance to to, to watch the film yet. Have you guys? Um, I was. Uh, uh, were we going to review it still? Uh, I thought we were going to try to. Wait a minute. I think uh, we were talking about different stuff around Christmas time. I think we were wanting to try to review this one around Christmas time. Yeah, and I haven't got. I was going to wait closer to when we were going to review it, but uh, you, yeah, you know this what? movie that is was, fairly new. That was that was Kev, that was Kevin's idea. He had a real big. Uh, he's a huge supporter of this, and yeah, I do. I do remember now. Kev, Kevin and I were talking about maybe doing a show with this one and. Uh, Terror Train, the old one with the cheesy one Jamie with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we were going to try to do it around Christmas. So I guess between yeah, that, that and, and Jack's idea about the other, we we got plenty of ideas, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, uh, there's a big movie in the theaters coming out uh, closer to Christmas, too. 
So uh, what was it? Uh, Assassin's Creed. That's what I thought. Oh, you were nice. Say. So uh, yeah, Train to Busan kind of really surprised me because uh, I'm hearing this is like the horror movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Really? And it's already getting it's a it's a Korean uh, zombie apocalypse movie. Oh, it's with, that one. Okay. With yeah, fan, from, with fast zombies. Yeah, from what I uh, what somebody told me, basically, if you took Snowpiercer and Twenty Eight Days Later and mashed it up into a movie. Okay. Man, that's and I watched that. That's a great way to describe what I what I was visualizing. Yeah, and it's um, it's getting a remake from a French studio, Gaumont. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing, but I guess they have a LA branch that is going to be handling all the production. So, really, yeah, but you know, the last the last big hit from uh, Asia that. I heard was getting an American remake was the the Raid movies. Yeah, and but didn't that, they, that, didn't they that do never that happened. and call? But hey, didn't didn't they do that and call it? Um, uh, they called it something different. The the um, the the movie that Carl Urban was in. Oh, that, Dread. Yeah, wasn't that basically yeah. the same storyline? Yeah, it kind of. Oh. But the, the both the movies actually were being filmed at the same exact time, which was crazy. Really? Yeah. Which Dread is? I like uh, Dread. I thought that yeah, was cool. Dread and the Raid, uh, Raid Redemption. Those are amazing movies, right there. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame. Uh, again, we're getting off subject. That uh, Dread never got a sequel because nobody watched it. I, it was awesome, though. It was better than the original. Judge yeah, I, I think that's oh, why. For sure. That that's why no one watched it because of the the whole Stallone Judge Dread movie. Yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah, those those uh those are remakes coming soon. A couple of them, I I don't understand why, but we're getting them. Yeah, kind of kind of a head scratcher on a few of those, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we uh, previously reported that they was doing a Tomb Raider uh, prequel movie, and uh, they are in talks with Walton Goggins for the villain. <laughs> is is he is he going to play a uh, a straight up guy, or is he going to be a cross dresser? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you you guys remember his character in Sons of Anarchy? Yes. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that he he he's a he's a pretty good actor, you know. He always surprises oh, yeah. me. You guys uh, see playing Laura Croft. Ah, I forgot we had talked about it. I think last week it's a Zendaya, probably right. Oh, I'm sure they <laughs> sure the internet would explode again. Alexandra Daddario. Oh, oh, there I'm you just go. throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, I know she's not. Perfectly. I'm just saying. You just sold a whole bunch of movie tickets. Hell yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's in, he's in talks to play the villain, and I've seen him in a couple movies where he, I, I, I can see him doing doing a good job as a villain. Oh yeah, I mean it's not it's not blowing me away that he's going to be the villain. But he plays you know? a good villain. He's he's definitely not going to hurt the movie. Yeah. Okay, and our last news item here, we're getting a third film in the Cloverfield universe, and it's going to be called God Particle. Right, that's old news, though, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's got a release date. 
October 27th of next year. Okay. okay. So and we're getting we are, closer. And we already have a cast. Oh, oh really? Uh, Daniel Brule, Chris O'Dowd, O'Dowd. Elizabeth uh, DeBecky, uh, Z Yi Zhang. I believe that's her. She's uh, the young girl that was in uh, the, what was it? Uh, what was the, uh, oh shit, I can't even remember the movie. I'll come back to that. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, this movie's uh, moving along pretty fast here. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, another thing I had found out is uh, the name's probably going to change. It's probably not going to end up being called God Particle. It's probably going to mm-hmm. have something with the Cloverfield theme to it. Right. Yeah, because that would be, a, a, a little too much of a departure from the, uh, uh, for the sequels, and, and, and B, I'm sure, God Particle, you know, it's going to raise some sort of stupid PC stink. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, so that's uh, pretty much all the news we have for this week. All right, cool. So, uh, Philip, you know what that means. What does that mean? Listener feedback. Oh, listener feedback. <laughs> I gotcha. We're on it. On one second. By the way, you guys were wondering who uh, was going to play Lara Croft? Who's that? Does the name Alicia Vikander ring a bell? It does now, because uh, I just found ex, my notes. Ex Machina. Oh, okay. Yes, she was. Right. Uh, yeah, she was the she was the main uh, robot in in uh, Ex Machina. Okay, I can get down with that. That's cool. Ava. I think Ava was her name. Ava. Like in Wally. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, listener feedback for this week. Uh, we got some feedback from one of our good friends, Patrick Lear. Uh, Patrick writes, "Hi guys." Uh, just finished the show on the arrival and uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He put it in some weird abbreviation. Can't remember what the hell it was. PE3K. <laughs> uh, you had thrown around the idea of splitting the show uh, with sci fi as well. And here's his thoughts on it. Uh, he says, I like the idea as a whole. However, I would give the approach some thought. Uh, for instance, keep the schedule flexible to coincide with movie releases, i.e. maybe in October it's more horror-based since more horror movies release then. Uh, also, if you know a specific horror or sci-fi movie you want to review is coming out, uh, don't feel that you have to adhere to every other week's schedule. Uh, the other thing is I'm not sure if I'd change the name of the show, uh, except maybe this. Come up with an overall name for the show and have Horror Returns and your respective sci-fi names as sub-show titles, depending on the content. That way people would only have to search for one show title. Uh, Lance, you can call me if you have questions. Uh, He says he's a fan of both genres and fantasy as well, so I like the idea since there's not always a horror movie to discuss. Uh, Which I totally agree with him there. I'm going to say that... uh, we should keep the name of the show the way it is and then just do our sci-fi stuff when sci-fi stuff comes out. Because typically uh, horror movie fans like sci-fi stuff too. So I think that we're, that we're still hitting our, uh, our range, you know, that we're our, tar- to be our target, target audience. Huh? Right. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of people that have talked to me about it, they don't think we should change anything. Just they told me just you guys do whatever movie you yeah do whatever movie you guys want to do. Fuck you guys, we're doing what we want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I love you. Or as Kevin said, he said for people who. Want y'all to have to change the name or something? He says, "I've got one thing to say, and it's it was a wrestling uh, term. You, do you remember two that words? Word? Oh yeah. What are those two words, Brian? You remember? Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says he's a okay. Let's see. I would also like to hear more retro, more retrospective shows like your 1960s show, which. It was a lot of fun. We did that with Marcy. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I've had a few people say uh, they want some more retrospectives. They also want us right, to well, do. Uh, they also want us to do some top ten shows. Oh, that'd be fun. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I believe uh, uh, says, Josh Young. I'm, I'm sorry, to cut you off. I believe Josh Youngblood said we should do our top ten. Uh, I think he said villains. Oh wow! Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Top ten villain all time. Yeah, I think he said. I think it was vil- it was villains or horror. No, I think the top ten list would be cool. Um, I mean, it, it kind of takes away from the uh, um, the structure that we have on the show, which I, right. I, I actually kind of like. Uh, but you know, maybe a, a, I like your idea of the once a year top ten list, or maybe we could do two top ten lists: ones with the movies and then uh, one one with the villains. That would be fun. Yeah. So hey, it's a good fun. it's a good problem to have, guys. Lots of feedback uh, and lots of ideas. So, you know, every week is an adventure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, the the rest of his feedback was uh, just one more thought or uh, one more thing. Ah, oh, son of a bitch, hang on. With it, with this audio shenanigans, you're feeding right into his next point. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I had a whole intro going for it and everything. Okay, so the rest of the feedback, uh, he says, uh, "Oh yes, one more thing. On your audio, Brian's feed is much louder than Lance and Phillips. Uh, Any way to fix that? Um, we're working on it right now. We're yeah, we're, uh, yeah. Hopefully, we're working on it, man. Hey, look." We got a lot of podcast buddies out there, uh, Lance. I know you, you know a lot of them personally. Um, man, if there's a, a like some sort of audio software that we need to pay for that is going to fix all this BS that we deal with every single week <laughs> behind the scenes, <laughs> uh, then please let us know. I will gladly pay for it. <laughs> Thank, uh, aside from that, man, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. Uh, we love the feedback, good and bad, behind the scenes and in front of them. Uh, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. We have an email address, so we are for real. <laughs> uh, right. We love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what's up, and uh, we'll mention you on the show. Maybe you'll get a T-shirt. What the hell is that? Is that clicking noise? Sounds like somebody's using a ratchet over there. Is it? Yeah, I'm sorry, that? dude. Am I the only one may, doing that? It may be my headphones moving around. Oh man, might be rat. You got ratchet and clank over there. I heard they remade that video <laughs> game. Yeah, I think it was a movie. Did they make a, a movie out of it as well? 
Yeah, I don't think anybody watched it though. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still doing it right now? I don't hear anything. I guess we're. I think we're good, man. Um, okay. So does I guess that, I think that means it's time to uh, move on and discuss this week's featured attractions. What do you guys think? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All Let's right. Let's make it happen. This week we move in with a brand new feature, Abattoir, as well as 1986's House. So we'll start with the first film. Uh, 1986 brought us the uh, the the. Uh, I don't know. Would you guys call this a comedy horror or straight up horror that just didn't mean to be a comedy or a straight up comedy? <laughs> I mean, how how would you guys uh, describe this? Yeah, they have the guy from Night Court in here, right? Yeah, who <laughs> looked like freaking Eddie from Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys, you guys should definitely recognize the director's name, Steve Miner. Does that ring a bell? Uh, sounds familiar. He also directed uh, a little movie called Warlock. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. As well as Halloween H2O and numerous television episodes. Uh, the writers were Fred Decker, also known for Night of the Creeps, as well as The Monster Squad. And also Ethan Wiley, who also wrote House 2. Um, according to Fred Decker, the script was originally inspired by Twilight Zone, the movie. After seeing that film, Decker and his friends, which included Ethan Wiley, Steve Miner, and uh, your friend Brian Shane Black. Uh, <laughs> and when I read this, you'll, you'll, won- you'll wonder how this would have been. But they all plan to make their own independent anthology movie on video. The project okay. was never completed. Decker used the idea for his unproduced segment for this film. So, could you guys imagine a uh, an anthology with these guys and and also uh, a segment directed by Shane Black? I I can see it. I can see it. I've hit hitting up the anthology before it got big, huh? Yeah. Right. This is going back to something you guys were talking about earlier, uh, Brian. I think you mentioned it. The cheer. The cheers. Uh, fact that the cheer, the uh, cheers movies are connected to these yeah yeah the uh so the next door neighbor harold is played by george went best known yeah. for his role as norm and uh as brian said earlier house to the second story features an appearance by john ratzenberger uh and now this He's is the uh, mailman in cheers right yeah, the mailman in Cheers, and uh, apparently an electrician in House Two. So, oh, he was awesome in House Two. Yeah, no, okay. no real explanation on on why he knows how to sword fight. House other Two. Than, <laughs> other you than you learn his, a lot of stuff being a mailman. <laughs> other than his, uh, when he leaves, he hands him a card that says "Electrician and Adventurer." Hmm. Nice. Cool. That is what I, I I'm I'm putting that. Ah, on. you're inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like I've got some cards in the mail. I'm gonna reorder them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, House Two. You've you've got us interested in checking that one out, Brian. I mean, it has a it has a good tagline to the movie. It's called House Two: The Second Story. Yes, I, I mean, like that. I thought that was pretty yeah. clever. Um, Kane Hodder, who was the stunt coordinator for the film, is known to horror fans as the one who played icon Jason Voorhees more than anyone else. Four films total. Uh, director cool. Steve Miner, 
also directed Friday the 13th Part 2, by the way. The first okay. to actually feature Jason, as well as Friday the 13th Part 3, the first to feature the famous hockey mask. Uh, so House, 1986, uh, and I would say that it has 1986 written all over it. Uh, oh, it, yeah, yeah this, a little this bit. Is dated completely. It's, <laughs> it's dated. It looks like the. It looks like the labyrinth meets poltergeist. That's a pretty damn good description. You, you, <laughs> you might get that on the box of the of the uh, reissue or something. Although I know for that um, I know that I know that uh, all four of them were just reissued recently on Blu-ray. So um, yeah, I, I'm definitely picking that. I I'm a movie collector myself, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely picking that up. If you're Even definitely I, picking it up, you're definitely a movie collector. Yeah, cause, but I, I will probably never watch the fourth one ever. I know. <laughs> you probably never watch any of them. It'll sit on your shelf. <laughs> uh, I I will definitely. Decide, I don't know. I have a lot of memories of the second one as a kid. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's a fun movie. I mean, it's it's also dated and kind of cheesy, but you know, in, in a good way. Well, see, I had a lot of chi- uh, not childhood memories, but like uh, you know, later teenage and early twenties. Uh, kind of more the the age that I that I was at right after this movie came out, but I've got a lot of memories of of really enjoying this one. Um, I and it's kind of weird because when I was rewatching it, believe it or not, I actually was able to talk uh, AJ into watching it with me, which she almost never does. And and she wasn't she she wasn't uh, too disappointed that she saw it with me. We got a lot of laughs out of it. And um, I, like I said, I wouldn't really consider this a straight-up horror movie. I mean, there's there's really no fear or not a whole lot of tension in it. I think a lot of the stuff right. is – I don't know if it's purposely all played for laughs, but I know some of it has to be. And Yeah, it's definitely a little campy. Uh, yeah, a little campy. <laughs> Just a yeah. little. Um, but, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I remembered – in my in my memory, I didn't recall the special effects being quite as as cheesy as they were. But I but I do appreciate the fact that going back to something you mentioned earlier, Brian, on another film we watched, a lot of this stuff. I think when we were talking about Scare Campaign, you really appreciated the fact that they didn't depend on CGI. That yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah. This this one really didn't. Uh, a lot of the the practical effects were really fun. And really, yeah, I really, really like look them. at. I think if anything. When they brought in this, the because most of this movie they didn't have like music playing in the background, and then all of a sudden they have this cheesy, almost kind of like an Ash versus Evil Dead type feel. Yeah, I know, right? They've got like this montage scene or whatever, and they've got this cheesy eighties. <laughs> you like, no good, you fucking no I am the Tiger no movie. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little off-putting when it got to that. Yeah, it it was. I thought so, too. It totally didn't fit with the rest of it. (laughs) It was funny, I guess. It was funny. Did did you guys notice I don't know if it was intentionally funny, though. Well, I think it was supposed to be just like... I I think the the sound editor honestly thought it went perfectly with it, but um, did did, did you guys notice that the film ended on a freeze frame? Yes. (laughs) And that's always, uh, that's always cheesy, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, I but mean, you know that that was a lot that that happened a lot in the eighties, though. It it yeah. did it did for sure, uh, right up through the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. But I mean, overall, it was a it was a really fun movie. You know, I I, I was uh, I, I really enjoyed revisiting it. 
Um, I think I only paid like two ninety nine to rent it on iTunes, so I thought it was a, you know, a, really a bargain considering that that me and my wife, who hates horror movies, actually both had fun watching it. I do. Yeah. I do remember one thing that she said. She just started laughing when William Katz came out in that sweater. And she oh, said, the V-neck sweater. The V-neck sweater. She said, <laughs> and no shirt underneath. How could they find a more '80s sweater for him to come out wearing than that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I really, I really, you know, we had a lot of fun watching it um, as a piece of art, a piece of filmmaking. <laughs> make no mistake, you know, I mean, this isn't this isn't up there in in rare air any any way, form or fashion. But yeah, uh, no, I had a whole lot of fun. Uh, whole lot of fun rewatching this movie uh philip what did you think man man i i kind of i kind of had the same sort of thing going uh, like i i thought it was it was actually really fun to watch you you have to completely ignore some of the stuff like his neighbor comes up in the middle of the night with like a fucking pie or some bullshit and stops him from doing some super intense thing and it's like midnight i'm like Hey, why the fuck is your neighbor just walking into your house? And B, it's midnight. Yeah, what that, the hell is he doing? This this movie so, definitely took the concept of the nosy neighbor to a whole different level, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it it uh, it takes that stupid people thing and, and throws it out there. I mean, some of it, the stuff doesn't doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, like how he, how did he get his ex wife's phone number to call her up? That too, yeah, and not not to mention she's a famous celebrity. Yeah, right? you just get her direct line and just call her yeah, up. Yeah, look it up in the phone book, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> uh, but uh, aside from that, though, it was definitely really fun and and super campy. And I don't know. The, the thing is, I don't know if it was intended to be that way. Or if it just happened to be that way, if it was just if it was just so bad that it was funny, because it was it was it was yeah. funny. <laughs> I, I always I always felt like it it was intended because just from the look of of some of the creatures were kind of yeah. comical. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, like, were, like I like I said, and like I said, Bull from uh, Night Court, his yeah. whole performance was comical. And that is the only thing I know that guy from. But as soon as he popped up, I haven't seen Night Court in 20-something years. Right. Yeah. And as soon as he popped up, I was like, oh, that's Bull from Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty hard to mix him. miss him, huh? Yeah, just just every time he was on screen, it was just over the top, everything mm-hmm. he was doing. And yeah. I, I, that, that, that's, I, I loved that character that he had at the end i'm telling you he looked like he was straight off the trooper album <laughs> oh that's right yeah the iron maiden album right i'm telling you and uh yeah i it, the 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 practical effects were great uh it, it looked like the labyrinth meets the poultry guys and i could not describe this movie any better than that well, I th- I think this movie was all about uh, uh, something that's really no laughing matter, which is PTSD. You know, yeah, when, yeah. You, when you get right yeah. down to the if, bottom of it, you know, if you really think about it, then yeah, absolutely, because it kind of leaves you guessing the whole time whether this guy's got some PTSD from uh, the Vietnam War, or uh, or if this stuff is really happening in the house. Right? Yeah, because it's it's been a while since I've seen it, and there were some things I forgot. Like I thought he actually 
killed his wife. Right. Yes, it sure and then, looked that way. Yeah, and then I and then it just had me wondering: is is this all in his head? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that was one of the scenes that really made you think about it. Yeah, this movie could have taken a real sinister turn. Oh yeah, very easily. But I I, I think I like that they kept it kind of comical. Brian, what are your what are your thoughts, man? Um, you, you know. It's been a while since I've seen it. You know, like I said, there's a lot of... It is completely 80s. Right. All the way from the, the his amazing perm hair. <laughs> yeah. And, and when he when he does come back in the fourth one, he still has that hair. Uh, Nothing's changed. It was but, like endearing from Beverly Hills now to else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Um like a, I'm, of course, a sucker for uh, practical effects. Right. Yeah, me too. Um, even even the one with the uh, when he was crawling down the rope through the mirror and the little pterodactyl skeleton looking thing. Oh yeah, that thing looked like an Avenged Sevenfold skull coming oh, in. And yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which, Man, I think, at, I think at, this movie was very influential on uh, on a lot of the the artwork of, of a lot of bands that are around now that you there guys you go. talk metal about music. It. Which that was a uh, that was a funny scene for me when it when he when it when it snatched a shotgun from him and spun it around. Yes, Arnold style from T two. I really remember that one from uh, from when I first saw the movie. But that, that scene stood out for me quite a bit. But overall, I I really enjoyed it. I like the whole concept how each door was kind of a. a a doorway somewhere else, which, you know, they continue that into the second one, which, you know, if you go on the fireplace, you're in like an Amazon forest type place uh-huh. and you go out one door and you're in the old wild west, you know, I, 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 I oh, dug cool. that about this movie. So, well, as long as I, a guy in a wheelchair didn't come in and say, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Now visualize a door in that color. You know, as long as that didn't happen, we're okay. But like I said, this is completely 80s. There's a a lot of like when the cops come by, apparently you just have to drop your name that you're a novelist. Oh, no kidding. Right. Yeah. You're just just, in the hell alone. Absolutely. Gave him his gun back. (laughs) Didn't work for Judge Reinhold. (laughs) Well, uh, searched by TSA through a fit. Well, there were probably a lot more readers back then than there are now, too, you know? Yeah, that's true. And he also had, like, the weirdest, like, in the beginning when he was doing his book signing, he had, like, the weirdest fans that I wasn't even sure were fans of his or not. As they seemed well, to be really irritated with him. That kind of fed into the comedy <laughs> thing. I thought it was, yeah, it was super creepy. They were like, oh, your wife is awesome, but we're here to get your signature <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. My ex-wife. Thanks. No problem. Yeah, what, I'll sign what's your, your book. What's your Jackass. What's your next What's your next book gonna be? Oh, about about my experiences in Vietnam. Like, oh, great. That sounds like it's gonna be a great book. You know, they he had like the I weirdest know, right? fans. Yeah, <laughs> They're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you ready for ratings on this one? Yeah, I think I think we're we're about ready for ratings. Sounds like sounds like a plan. I uh if I had rated this movie back in in 87 or 88 whenever I first watched it, I probably would have given it a much higher score. But I think so? 
I yeah, I do because my my memories of this movie, like I was like I was saying that that scene with the winged creature that I really really remember that one, <clears throat> and I remember a couple of other you know kind of funny scenes as, as as sticking out, and they just didn't have quite the same punch this time, and I don't know if that's just because it's you know we we've had a lot of great movies this year. I mean, it really has been a good year for horror movies. You you can't argue yeah. that it's been it's been a really good year. Uh, it wasn't really, last week. Well, but I mean, overall, overall, it's been a good couple of years. Um, you know, plus, plus the special effects. Yeah, obviously not quite what what they would do right now. Um, although, heck, maybe that's a blessing. You know, because they'd probably rely too much on CGI now. But um, yeah. I I give it I I give it over a halfway mark for sure. But the cheesy, I would give it a higher rating, but the cheesiness factor and that freeze frame at the end and the, you know, the, the, the really bizarre mixing of the song, you're no good and all that kind of weird stuff. Eh, I give it a 5.5. So, so it's better. It's, it's more, it's more good than bad, but just barely. But is it worth watching on a late night? You bet your ass it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, uh, can I bring something up real quick? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go for it. Oh, we didn't talk about his other neighbor, the 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 blonde chick. Oh. Oh yeah. Strange. What worst worst parent that? ever. Worst parent ever. <laughs> right. No kidding. You don't even A, know worst this guy. Parent ever. B. And you're telling him, best single mom ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're dropping your kid off to a stranger. Right. And you're telling him to give him a bath and everything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, weird guy that I've met twice that I really want to have sex with. Here's my kid. I'm going out. Bye. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. I, wow. I just had to bring her up. I thought that yeah. was yeah, no, really I'm, strange. I'm glad, I'm glad no you joke. did. None of us. Uh, none of, none of us that whole situation is something that would not happen today. <laughs> right. I'm going to say... I kind of agree with Lance on this one, and I wasn't sure what to give it. Uh, somewhere between a five and a six is what I was thinking. So five point five sounds um, pretty right on the money, and for a lot of the reasons that that you just said, like it was it was definitely fun to watch. But I mean, you know, there were obviously some plot hole line or some plot holes and some really super cheesy parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a movie from the eighties, man. How often is somebody going to pick this up and actually watch it? <laughs> probably not. And if you miss it, it's probably not that big a deal. But if you want to, if you've never seen it before and you want to go back and watch it, it's fun to watch. If you want to watch something campy and, uh, and very eighties, then this is for you. There you go, Brian. Um, I'm gonna bump it up a half a point to a six. All right, just for his fucking sweet moves he had in his fatigues going down the stairs, <laughs> straight yeah. straight to a knee slide right out the front door. Right, right. He had the whole freaking Vietnam throwing the throwing the like the rock move, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Those> stairs, <laughs> so I, I would give. You know, I like the practical effects. I I think they went comedic on purpose for most of it. And yes, yeah. like I said, I'm I'm gonna just just for them them sweet moves he had. I'm gonna give it an extra uh, half a point. I'm gonna say six. 
All right, cool. But I got to say, those practical effects are scarier than any of the CGI bullshit they've come out with lately. Yes. Even if they oh, were especially, meant to be especially at, at that, uh, especially that main, uh, the main monster that was coming out yeah. the closet. That was creepy. Yeah. All right. Well, there, there you have it. So I think we we would all say it's worth it's worth a watch. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not upset that I spent two ninety nine renting it in the least. Yeah. Um, if you don't have anything else to watch, this is definitely worth watching. Yeah. I say definitely check it out. Definitely watch the second one. The second one's a little bit more fun. Right. Uh, stay away from three and four. All right. So now we move on to our main feature, which is the brand new film Abattoir. Uh, or abattoir, or abattoir, or however you pronounce it. Uh, the director is Darren Lynn Bowsman, also known for Saws 2, 3, and 4. The Mother's Day remake, and uh, have you guys ever seen uh, Repo the Genetic Opera? I've seen probably have. about 20 minutes of it and shut it off. Didn't, didn't make it through it, huh? No, I'm not really, I can't really do musicals. <laughs> Right, and it was definitely a musical in every sense yeah. of the word. Um, it was different, you know. I mean, it was worth watching, I thought. But uh, if you ever get a chance, you you might check it out again. Just mainly because it has a lot of uh, horror icons in it. And yeah. Some in large roles, some in small roles. But, yeah, it, it was definitely different, no doubt about that. The uh, writer is Christopher Monfett who has written some episodes of the sci-fi channel show 12 Monkeys. Have you guys ever seen that? I've seen the first season. It's a decent show. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the movie so much, I, I really didn't want to see the show because I was afraid it was going to, you know, kind of... Because, I mean, after the way that movie ended, how in the hell are you going to keep the storyline going was my thought. But then again, I guess... If Time you can travel. Do, as, yeah, if you do time travel, you can reset every story, right? Yeah. Um, writer Monfett grew up in Massachusetts as a lifelong lover of genre fiction. He began his career as an entertainment journalist for mainstay geek institutions IGN and G4, and he transitioned to comic book writing with IDW's Seduth, his debut collaboration with horror master Clive Barker. Actress Jessica Lowndes, who plays Julia, is an accomplished musician. She got her start in music when she was seated on a plane next to a music producer. She handed him her demo. Six months later, he bought one of her songs. She has played the piano since age 10 and loves incorporating it into her music. She can also play the guitar. Dayton Callie, who plays Jebediah Crone had a recurring role in Sons of Anarchy as Charming's Chief of Police, Wayne Unser. And last piece of trivia, an abattoir is a facility where animals are killed for consumption as food products. So you guys are going to have to take it away on this one because I, uh, with all my running around, didn't get a chance to see this one in time. Man, I totally didn't realize that it was uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he. How uh, fucking old is he? Because he looks old as shit in this movie. Yeah, he looks super old. He had a very uh, tall man vibe. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want you want to go ahead and take it away? Yeah, I guess so. I I, I don't know, man. I I, uh, I thought it was fun. It was kind of a, a like an old school film noir uh, type thing. 
like with the detective and all that, she came in and yeah, it was it was a bit confusing at times. Yeah, because I then, wasn't sh- like it was it was that sort of detective thing mixed with uh mixed with a horror movie, and yeah. I don't know how like it was super cheesy at first, and then and then it got kind of creepy, and then it got kind of campy. So it sort of spanned the the globe on the horror movie thing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you just said. It, I, how oh, I'm trying not to spoil it before it, we get into spoilers. It it, sound, I, it sounds pretty interesting. Um, it it has a good concept, right? Yeah, but at times I, it was kind of like the motive for for what was happening. I kind of got lost a little bit. Definitely, yeah. Because that that part didn't make a whole lot of sense at all. Really, yeah. The the but, collection of the rooms, yeah. It, that that's where I got lost. Yeah, and even at the end, they didn't really explain, you know, what was going to happen. <laughs> not to not to lead into spoiler territory or anything, but uh, yeah. Um, the acting was fine. The the main uh, what was her name? Uh, Jessica Low Loans. Low, how do you say her last name? And good, no idea. Good question. Looks like it's Lowndes, maybe. Yeah, she was fine in it. I mean, she's she wasn't the best thing ever. And I didn't, other, I didn't the, really have a problem with the acting. I don't think. Yeah, like I said, maybe is it's because it, you know, like you said, it was kind of like a noir type of thing in the beginning. I was very yeah. confused at the time setting because yeah, it just me too. seemed like it seemed like a throwback, but you know, they had iPhones and shit right. like that. Right. So, so I I think and I'm not sure if if they just were trying to say that this particular chick really likes old things or if if maybe the beginning was set in the past. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't I, they didn't really explain it very well. I think that she just likes old things and was driving old cars and stuff. Yeah, because she also had a like a like a kind of a throwback look to her, the way she did her hair and the way she dressed. Yeah, too. very much. And I thought the movie was set in like the fifties until uh, until they started pulling out, yeah, cell phones and stuff. But I will say, uh, when they get when they get into the more horror aspect of the show, yeah, you're right. You know, it gets creepy. Like that whole town is creepy with the townspeople. Oh yeah, and and then Lynn Lynn Shay pops up. Lynn Shay is awesome when yeah, she pops up. Yeah, she's kind of creepy without trying to be creepy. So, but she she works it. Yeah, overall, I you know this, it it was a decent movie. It just I think the movie itself was just kind of confused on what it was trying to be. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, it didn't I think really I like explain. The way you describe that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we should just go ahead and get into ratings because it's it's really hard not to spoil this movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of little twists and turns in it, and uh, it w- with any sort of detective kind of thing, it's hard to really get into detail with it without giving away what the next plot twist is going to be. You know? Yeah. So um. 
you want to go ahead and give your rating first? Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a six. I think that it was, uh, it was fun and it was worth watching. Um, but if it's like on Netflix, if it pops up on Netflix and you got nothing else to watch, check it out. Oh uh, man, that, that's disappointing. I was hoping, hoping I'd hear you guys give better, better scores. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'd go really... out of my way to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really wanted to like this. When I seen the trailer, the trailer is a. It feels like it, it gives off a completely different vibe than what the movie. The trailer is. looks super really? creepy. Yeah, because I I've seen I've I can't I can't even think of the podcast that they was talking about this trailer, and the guy basically said the movie should be called Frankenhouse because of right. all these different rooms put together. You know, all these you know where these horrible things happened. And I don't know. I just, you know, like Philip said, it was like a detective movie mm-hmm. that turns into a horror movie. And I think that's. I'm just going to give my rating. I'm going to give it a five. It, oh, was, it no. was okay. Damn it. It was. I, I just. I just think it didn't know what it was trying to be. Yeah, but, but yeah. The, way, the way you guys are describing it, I mean, you were really selling me on it. You know, it's like <clears throat> you said it. It it starts out as one type of film, and then it gets campy, and then it you know changes again, yeah, and. That, there's Damn. there's a lot of there's a lot of ups ups and downs. There's a lot of peaks right. and valleys. It's like yeah, one minute it has my attention, then the next minute I'm kind of lost and not understanding what's going on. Sure. And right, like See, I said, the, the the whole the whole the whole concept of the the rooms and everything, the purpose, I I just I didn't get it. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I just I didn't get it, and it wasn't explained at the end, and it just kind of abruptly ends yeah in the beginning of the movie it looks so cheesy that it's it's just like i kind of really wasn't paying attention to the first 20 minutes of it yeah because the whole the whole detective throwback kind of the way they were talking i thought they were doing it on purpose well they're doing it on purpose but i thought they were being funny like they were joking around, but is and I thought that it talk. was set in the past at first, you know, yeah. with the way that it that they were talking es- and everything. Especially the main the main guy. Yeah, that dude. He was I, basically sure like, like a, him. yeah, he was basically like Dick Tracy. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I liked that character. I don't think he's a very good actor. <laughs> did, did he yeah, did he have the yellow hat and the yellow overcoat and everything? He, no, he was that, a skinny that's little all guy. He was, that's all he was missing. <laughs> Did Madonna show up? This probably would have been a complete. It probably would have been a little bit better. Okay, I bet you it would have. That was a kick-ass movie. All right, it sounds like you guys are ready to spoil. Yeah, let's get yeah, into let's spoilers. All right, I'm dying to hear. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. Because I'm probably not going to see the movie unless it shows up on Netflix now. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would, man. It's, I mean, unless you just have nothing else going on, and with this podcast, you're going to have something else going on. So, yeah. Right, guys, so let's hear it. Was there a twist or what? The, you know, uh, there almost wasn't even a twist. I just, I, yeah. it, it irritated me that they didn't explain anything in the end. So he's he's putting all these. Uh, these murder rooms together in this house, 
because it uh, apparently he came from hell. It's what I guess. Yeah, I believe. Uh, okay, I think him and his family were shot and killed. Yeah, I'm not and, sure. I thought he shot his family and then went. Okay, to hell. see that did. It, then it was very confusing. I thought he yeah. was building this house to. Br- I thought he was oh, building boy. this house to bring his wife and kid back. Oh, yeah! I didn't get that at all. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but that would have made more sense than any of the shit that I was watching. And <laughs> I don't. I don't know this. I feel like changing my rating now. <laughs> I know, right? Oh boy. You this, know, this yeah. Might, no. And, and so he, but he creates. Point is, they 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 had to find some sort of backstory so that he could build this room with a bunch of houses of dead people and create this rift between the living and the dead. And uh, and, and apparently he, from what I gather, maybe he wants the uh, uh, the dead or or the underworld or hell or whatever you want to call it to 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 come up and take over Earth. Uh, and that's why he's building this thing. But then they don't really, even though when he like succeeds in his mission, because at the end of the movie he does, they still don't really show anything. Yeah, that it, it it just ends. Yeah, it's just the end of the movie. He's like, ah, I win. Bam, done. <laughs> but I mean, I, I will say I, I like the whole concept of the house when you walked into each room. The ghosts of the people that got murdered there. Yeah, you, you basically you basically you would see them basically reliving their death over and over and over. Right, and which the way I was the movie a little, is, which I was a little uh, confused. I was a little confused at some of the death scenes. Did the person that killed them also die? Because their ghost was there too. You know, I think on a lot of them... Well, that's a good point. I was going to say, on a lot of them, I think it was murder-suicides, and that seemed to be the theme to the whole thing. Except that in the very first scene, where it was supposedly the husband that murders the family, and they never explain even why he does that, because he does not seem like the kind of person that would do that. Um, There was was a lot of things not explained. Like, yeah. Seemed, he seemed like he was possessed or something, and that's why he did this, but then they never dove any further into that. Yeah, and... And, and he's still and, alive, but yeah, you're right. I think his, his ghost was in that room, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> this, <laughs> might, this, might be, this might be the worst review we ever did, because this movie was very confusing and... Yeah, the more like we said, talk there, about there, spoilers, the more I'm like, oh, maybe we gave it a little too high. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Is this going to be in our bottom five? Oh, it it's creeping in there. The more we're, <laughs> oh, the, the longer no. we're talking about it. Well, because oh, the more wow. I'm talking about it, it's like, oh, man, I, I think I kind of missed this part. Maybe there was something I didn't see. What did you see? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh no! So it just went nowhere. Is this the movie, ver- the horror movie version of Seinfeld? And instead of a show about nothing, it was a movie about nothing. It's a movie about- I, I don't Seinfeld know. I mean- was awesome, by the way. You have Lance hasn't seen it. Lance, oh. go What's that? watch Seinfeld right now. Go watch. Yeah, the I've whole never seen it. I've seen Seinfeld. a couple of episodes, maybe here and there. You have to go watch it. It's awesome. <laughs> 
Probably Way better have. than this movie. Yeah, we probably should have reviewed Seinfeld because <laughs> yeah, I'd be down with that. Would have been because I mean, it it the way the way we're reviewing it, it sounds like it's one of those movies you got to go back and watch. But I kind of right. don't want to go back and watch it again. No, I d- absolutely don't want to go back and watch it again. And I I think that if we went back and watched it again, it would make about as much sense as it did the first time. What? <laughs> why? Why? Why are all these people from this town dying? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. What? They sold. They sold their souls. They have for right. like what? They sold their going the okay, okay, okay. Let me let me explain real quick. The main guy, Unser from um, Sons of Anarchy, right? Yeah, he comes to this town that I guess they're they're the town is broke and sick and dying or something. And now that I realize it's Unser, he's way less scary. Yeah, and he basically. <laughs> Instead of preaching about God, he's preaching against God, mm-hmm. and I exactly. guess they sell their souls. They basically, he, there's a school, there's a fire at the school, and all the kids get killed. Basically, they they pledge their children as sacrifices, right? And they never they explain what town in the North Yeah, East. they 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 never explain what they got out of it, right? But now the all town, the people are in this town, and they are. I, I almost thought they were dead for a minute, yeah, but it, I think that they're still alive and they have some sort of connection with Satan and this tall man looking Unser character. I, and, almost, uh, I almost thought that because I guess the the main actress and her sister who died early in the movie, I guess they were two children that were supposed to die, but they got away somehow. Yeah, I don't know if they I, stay, I, they didn't even explain that. Maybe they stayed yeah. home sick from school that day, but yeah, apparently they I, got adopted I, or something. When they when they both died in the movie, I thought some okay, this is where we're gonna see what right. I guess they were supposed the town was supposed to get. But like I yeah. said, it just ends with no yeah, explanation. That was anything. the part that I had a problem with. I was like, that was the end of the movie. <laughs> and I so, yeah, still kinda because, now thinking about because it. they yeah, they pledge sacrifices for all their children, and the town still looks broke and sickly. And and there's like 15 people in the entire town. And yeah. I do, and I do see where you say you thought they were dead, like the scene where she's at, I guess, a steel mill or something, and they just kind of like you know walk past her, and she's calling them, right. and they just keep walking. You know, I I did think they were kind of, I thought they were ghosts. They had a very ghostly feel to them. It was this super tiny, small town, but it's unlike New York or some shit, huh? Yeah, I think so. So, how a little bitty ass town like that exists in New York anymore? I don't know, but I, 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 the whole thing just kind of didn't make sense. I mean, he's in the middle of these woods and he's building this big house. How he got all this money, apparently from Satan, uh, they don't really explain. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. not really a whole lot of backstory to the whole thing. It's like the when they wrote this script, they had they had good ideas, but no way right. to explain any of them. Yeah, they were like, "Here's going to be some really creepy visuals. How do we back this up with the story?" And then they hired some third graders to write it. <laughs> wow, I think I'm. I'm gonna. I've never done this before. I'm gonna go back and change my rating. Yeah, you're gonna drop it a little bit. I'm gonna drop it down to a one. <laughs> Ouch. 
I gotta drop it down <laughs> now that I've seen it. No, but you know what? It was the the visuals were good, and it was like that. You know, I, I think that it was a I think it was a better movie than that piece of trash we watched last week. That had oh, a way higher man. budget. Wow, Brian, you're scaring me, dude. People. You know what I mean? I, I just the like I said, the more we talk about it, the more I, I I'm more confused now. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about a whole bunch of different movies. Right? Oh yeah. Brian, stay point. away from the light. Stay away <laughs> from the light. Oh, this is like you're giving this the same score you gave Incarnate. It is. It might be. It just might be a bad couple of weeks. Oh my <laughs> god! It's not too far off oh, of Incarnate. Wow. That, that's what I said, man. Oh Like boy. you got really nothing else to watch than then check it out. But if it's uh. <laughs> If you've got anything else on your queue, man, go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. I don't feel so bad that I missed this one now. No, and I was going to tell you that in a text earlier. Like, I, oh, I, I was boy. like, okay, well, it's really not as scary as the preview make it look. But yeah. then I was like, you know, it's also not as good as the previews make it look. So <laughs> you might just want to skip it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because the trailer looked really good. It yeah, did, I- right? Yeah, Lance, honestly, I think if you would have went in this based off of the trailer, I think you would have been disappointed. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, guys, I certainly hope whatever we watch next week uh, is better than what we've seen the last two weeks. Yeah. So, um... What what are we watching next week? Well, next week we are going to have... Special guest uh, Denny Lewis from uh, the After Midnight podcast. Oh, right and, on. Uh, yeah, we are going to be doing a. Well, I don't know. What would you call it? Uh, chapter three point five, maybe Brian. Yeah. Saga. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we're going to be reviewing a little movie called uh, Rogue One. Oh, slick as hell. Because I got, I, movies, I got tickets on Thursday one? night. I, I am super excited. I've never. I got tickets for uh, IMAX 3D, and I've I've never been in IMAX 3D ever. So see, our IMAX is not like IMAX was when I was a kid. I remember IMAX being like all the way around when I was little. Oh, okay, uh-huh. right. But but now it's like the the screen is slightly curved. Like oh well, thanks. I'm glad I paid an extra two bucks for this. <laughs> yeah, what's 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 the big deal, huh? It's kind of a yeah. kind of a curved screen, so what, right? What is the deal with these people? Another soldier. <laughs> All right. As always, we want to thank you for joining us this week. Uh next week we'll be covering uh the new Rogue One, uh as well as uh the old school movie Fanboys. Uh and Yes. Hope to see you all. We'll be there next week. But as always, good.